0: I've been amazed and pepper sprayed a few times <laughs> purely it's for educational purposes yeah what's up everybody welcome back to involuntary yoga we got a fun special episode this week. I got my brother, Brian Camozzi on here. Thank you for tuning in as always every week. So make sure you like and subscribe, drop us a comment, do all the things, you know. Um, and thank you to Fit Soda, check out fitsoda.com. Obviously they sponsor this. This is their studio that they let me bombard and uh, help me bring this to you. So check out fitsoda.com. And as I said before, we're joined by my brother, Brian Kamozi, who's a former UFC fighter, longtime MMA fighter. And now, Denver Police. That's me. We got the fuzz in here, <laughs> so you better Hide check your drugs, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Hide everything. Um, anyways, yeah, thanks for coming down. I want to get your opinion on a lot of different things. Obviously, I know you really well, but maybe the viewers here don't, and we're gonna get into it.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me.
0: So I guess first we should start off with. Uh, I know it's funny yeah. to like interview you because we've literally grown up together since yeah, the day right, you were born. Right. I'm the younger, better-looking one. No. Not true. <laughs>
2: Not true.
0: Um, I'm five years older than Brian. If you watch um, Joni Heinisch's podcast, My Brother's Wife, My outside Sister-in-Law, the cage. Outside the Cage, um, Brittany Camosi, My Sister-in-Law, and Brian's Wife was just recently on there yeah. talking about what it's like to be in a relationship with a fighter and all the horrible things you do and just yeah. what a trash person you are. Yeah, I mean, pretty <laughs> much. That's fine. <laughs> um. So let's take it back for everybody here. So you started training jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, wrestling, all of that stuff at the same time. And what year was that?
1: Or so when? we'll take it all the way back. So the year was 1991. I was, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, uh, yeah, so I, I always kind of followed whatever you did, right? So you played football. <coughs> I played football. I sucked at that. You wrestled. I started wrestling in Little League. I sucked at that. Uh, I still can't wrestle for shit. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, and then... You had moved out of the house because um, you went to college, came back, and then I believe you were living with some buddies. Um, and I remember you stopped by the house, and you're like, hey, I started doing this this thing. I didn't really know what ultimate fighting was because everyone called it ultimate fighting back then. <laughs> um, yeah, God. Do you even UFC, bro? I oh, you know. Man. Do you even train? Um, and you stopped by the house. And you're like, hey, I started doing this thing. You should come with me. I was like, all right, cool. So you took me, and I, I did the beginner class, and I remember, like, I loved it. And, and looking back on it, it was, like, the most basic thing in the world. Like, you're just throwing jabs crosses and hooks in the mirror for like 45 minutes but loved it and uh i don't even know if you remember this so obviously it was at brad school um brad gum and you paid for me to train i think for like two years yeah i do remember that i was working at the club that's when i thought i was like rich because i was
0: just making cash every night (laughs) so i was like oh i got your membership dude bring you down um
1: but you were what 13 yeah 13 or 14 i was pretty young
0: which is crazy because i wish i started that early I didn't start, I mean I wrestled from 13 on I guess, but you started MMA at 13. Yeah. And we're seeing that more and more now like when I first started you went to like different gyms almost for everything. You went yeah. like striking at one gym, jiu-jitsu at another, and nobody really knew how to put it together. Well, kind of because Yeah. Excuse me. Um I've said it before on here, we, Brian and I were fortunate to go to a gym called Gum G U M M MMA. And Brad gum was kind of one of the first mixed martial artists in Colorado, even though he was only a few years older than me. There was four m's in the name consecutively g u m m m m a yeah gum gum a yeah, <laughs> so Gummy. Gummy. <laughs> yeah his, his, his last name was gum so um but before him, man, so he had to go through like all the hard work of like he he used to tell me and bitch about it a little bit. he had different coaches all over, and he's like none of them knew anything about m m a so I had to, like, mesh it together in my brain. He's like, my jiu-jitsu coach only knew jiu-jitsu. My Muay Thai coach only knew Muay Thai. None of them knew anything about wrestling. And none of them talked to each other. I'm yeah, sure. they didn't. They, didn't yeah. they weren't on the same page. Um, so the evolution of this sport has been different. Like I said, I was fortunate enough to have him, who knew how to put it all together. Yeah. But back then, we would still do jiu this day, kickboxing that day. And then we started having MMA days. Um, yeah. And now these kids are coming in. I mean, you've been to Catharo and Genesis and stuff and yeah. like there's kids that are five that literally know how to do all these chokes and throw punches yeah. and kicks. and it, I think the future of mixed martial arts is going to be super dangerous.
1: Yeah, it's, it's going <laughs> to be ridiculous. I mean Addie, my daughter, can, yeah, she
0: can do an arm bar now, and she's three. Yeah, my niece is in the gym every day with Brittany or Brian or whoever's there, and she's with and she just sits on the side of the mat watching and then she ends up punching the bags and like she can do jujitsu moves she's yeah three yeah
1: which has just been terrible at home the other day i was like laying in bed and she like laid next to me i'm like oh she actually wants to cuddle because she never does that and then she got on top of me and started punching me So i'm like (laughs) oh sweet this is working out real well yeah
0: um actually that's a funny story didn't because she just started school like preschool this year yeah didn't she have an incident like day one because she's was, used to being in the gym and she just sees people like wrestling and
1: fighting yeah she thinks it's normal right it's like yeah people fight each other that's that's what people do yeah it was like the first or second day Brittany went to go pick her up and she comes home she's like so apparently she pushed some kid like just right out the rip i, I don't even know i don't even think the kid did anything or said anything and she just shoved some kid i'm like great <laughs> Yeah. It gonna the story of our product of my environment, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Right.
0: They're like, so what does she do outside of here? We're going to need some counseling. Yeah. Um, but in the end, like, aside from those stories, I think training is great for kids. Like, one's confidence. And then her, you know, she's going to grow up to be, like, a young woman. And, like, being able to defend yourself is super important. And jujitsu, jitsu I still swear, is one of the best things, like, women can do. Most women don't want to do it because they're, like, everybody's sweating. And, like, they're yeah. not used to, like, close quarters things. But... The fact of the matter is, if you want to be honest, most of the kickboxing and boxing and all that stuff you do is helpful. But just being honest here, like a lot of women, even good ones, will not have the power to knock a man out. Sometimes, like bone yeah. structure is different, everything. And I'm not shitting on anybody, but jujitsu—it doesn't matter who you are—you're getting choked. Yeah, you're getting your arm will break.
1: Um, well, and that's the thing. Like I feel like. People watch professional fighting. You see people get knocked out all the time. But, like, it is not easy to knock a human being out at all. I mean, like, we're both bigger dudes. I'm 210 pounds. It is difficult to knock somebody out.
0: Yeah. And then the harder you try, the harder it seems to be. It's when
1: you're not trying that you do. Yeah, the only time I've knocked people out was, like, punches where I'm like, man, I didn't even think I threw that that hard.
0: Yeah, that was my last fight. I thought, um, honestly, I thought my opponent slipped. Like, when I hit him, he went down, and I walked off. I kind of had my back turned. And then when I turned back around, I realized that he was, like, staggering trying to get up. That's what like, oh, yeah, that's right. I meant to do that. Yeah. I mean, I meant to land the punch, but it wasn't, like, <laughs> as hard as I could throw or anything. It's just, yeah, knockouts are crazy, and, and the average person does not realize, like, you know, when they call somebody chinny or they're like, he has no chin or anything. I'm, like, I don't think most people realize how hard um, a professional fighter hits.
1: Yeah. Even the ones that people are out there like, oh, he has no power. If you let that person hit you, it would shock you. Oh yeah, it's dude. You spend years and years perfecting how to punch correctly. Like it's not something you just know. Like you always get the freaks that like just have stupid power from day one, but that's rare. Yeah, there's a few. I've
0: trained some people where
1: they walk in and like
0: first time they hit the pad. Yeah, Maddie. (laughs) I'm like, what the hell? Like you might hit harder than me. Yeah. Um, Some people have that natural power, but yeah. So going back, so yeah, you started jujitsu, Muay Thai you fought muay thai first
1: yeah right you won some belts there yeah so i had four kickboxing fights before i switched mma so it was kind of like i trained with you i started when i was like 13 or 14 and i didn't take it super serious so like i'm sure you remember i would take you know i'd be in the gym for a couple months at a time and then disappear yeah a couple months at a time and disappear um then once i graduated high school is when i kind of decided like okay well keep doing this and that's when i started training regularly and it was you and and mark came to me and were like hey would you want to do a kickboxing fight i was doing mainly kickboxing at that time and I was kind of like yeah i guess and then i kept winning yeah so <laughs> just <laughs> kept going <laughs> that's <laughs> what
0: happened with me at mma like the coach was like hey are you interested in fighting and i was like yeah sure let's try it and then just kind of like never planned on doing it anything like that
1: um and the crazy part for me where i feel like it might be different than a lot of people is <laughs> To this day, I've never been in a street fight in my life. Yeah, I know.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. It uh I was shocked. I actually when you told me that um a few years ago, I was like, really? I guess I just never thought about it or remembered.
1: I know everyone assumes like fighters at one point. I mean, most people in general, at one point you're like, you got in a fight, right? Like I just I'd never been in a street fight in my life. Me either. <laughs> <laughs> me it's either. like all I used to do growing up. <laughs> Brian was there for
0: a few of them. I yep. just like literally like every weekend, I'd be like there were some weekends I would get in fights like every night of the weekend and it was the best. I was like, I love this. It's like my favorite thing to do. <coughs> Why would you fight them? <laughs> oh, numerous reasons. You know, having parties at my house. You're Look, you asking the, questions. Looking uh, at you weird. <laughs> I had to enforce the rules. Um, yeah. I used to have like big parties at my house. I'd let Brian work the door. He was like, oh, yeah. you were like 15 at the time. <laughs> yeah. He would collect money because I would charge people to come to my party. It's illegal
2: to do that though. What? Isn't it illegal to charge money for a house party? I, I mean know. it was illegal to law. be drinking and everything
1: else that you I was. You just going enforce to. it? Exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's <laughs> in a whole other story. There was one party I'm sure you remember where like oh, yeah. somebody got thrown out my front window, somebody got stabbed in my kitchen. It was a my stairs collapsed. I had too many people. Who'd you host? The Hell's Angels?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> my friends. So my, my favorite part about that one though is so in, in his backyard there was a chain link fence, right. That was shorter that you could, you could jump it. Right. It was like normal size chain link fence behind that. The neighbor had a wooden fence that was like an inch taller than the chain link fence. And it was dark. Right. So I remember watching everyone run out the backyard, go to jump the chain link fence and then just eat it. Cause you couldn't see oh, the wood. No. So you just like, saw bodies falling. run straight
0: into the fence. And like, Cause the cops are there everyone has got a piece. Yeah, yeah. The cops
1: were very frequent at my house. Um,
0: you, Almost every day.
1: I remember you guys had a, a flagpole in your front yard, and you hung a pirate flag 24-7. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I don't yeah. know why I house out of flagpole, but.
0: Yeah, it was a. It was Patriots over here. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> it, was, it was fun times, but definitely stupid. And now it's funny to see, like, now you're a cop. Yeah. Because the stuff I used to do was definitely, like, and some of these cops, Maddie, would train at our gym during the day. <laughs> so they knew you. And they would get called to my house. And I would turn the sprinklers on them and shit. Like, they would knock on the door. and We'd go in the basement and flip on the sprinklers. And (laughs) then I would have to see these guys the next day. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I didn't know it was you. I would have totally opened the door. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And they'd have to write me tickets and
1: stuff. And they just had up for you at the gym, ready to go. (laughs) Yeah, I
0: would run from my own house back then.
1: Yeah, the detectives were like, do we need a warrant? Like, no, that's all right. I'll I'll catch him.
0: Yeah, (laughs) I'll see him tomorrow at the gym. Yeah, Yeah, they had my address um, saved. And so I worked at clubs and stuff. Sometimes I would come home at night. And they would be parked in my driveway for no reason. Just to check. They'd make sure I wasn't drinking and driving. They'd give me like a sobriety test and everything. And I'd be like, <laughs> all right, thanks for checking. Can I go yeah. to bed now? And they're like, have a good night.
1: Like, I appreciate <laughs> that. They just excited. waited
0: for me. But now, now everything's good, you know. Yeah. Now I got you on my side. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Can you um, pull the, the my brother is a cop card yet?
0: I haven't had any run-ins. We know quite a few of them, though, now. Like, True. Yeah, even going to Brian's graduation, like, I went, you know, when he graduated the academy, and sure enough, the chief of police, we were like, I didn't even know he was the chief of police for Denver. We come up, and he's like, what are you doing here? He's known Brian and I since we were kids. Like, he used to be our neighbor. I'd just ride my bike around his car while he was working on it, asking a million questions. And, yeah, just funny stories. Um, Going back to fighting. So then you started with kickboxing, Muay Thai. All that. And then yep. we did get you into, you were doing jujitsu a little bit.
1: Yeah. Like I, we, we kind of put the plan in place. Like kickboxing was just kind of get started. And it was like, okay, well, while you're kickboxing, let's get you on. Like I knew some jujitsu, but I wasn't great at it. Like, all right, let's get you on the ground more. So we were kind of building that base for when we made the switch to MMA. Cause unfortunately kickboxing in the U S just, it, it isn't that big. There's no money in it. It's, it's hard to find fights. It's so we knew MMA was going to be the end goal. It was just slowly getting there so that everything was together.
0: Yeah, and I agree with that. Um, I'd actually like your opinion on that because people ask me all the time, like, I want to get in MMA, what should I do? I started everything at once, but like, looking back, if you're young and you have the time, I tell people, I'm like, start which one's your favorite or whatever. Start in that. Get a base. Like, if it's jujitsu, learn all the fundamentals, get to where you're like pretty comfortable rolling, all that stuff, and then maybe try kickboxing too, and then progress. Some people come in and they're like, oh, I want to do MMA. And if you're listening to this, MMA obviously stands for Mixed Martial Arts. So when people come in and they're like, I want to do MMA, I'm like, well, do you know jiu-jitsu? No. Do you know how to
1: wrestle? No. But I see red, bro. Yeah.
0: Do you know how to <laughs> kickbox? you know Muay Thai? Do you know boxing? No. I'm like, well, all MMA is is putting those together. So you yeah. still have to learn those. And then we put them together. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I, I think that that's kind of the way to go. Like, get a base in one because it is a lot. And granted, I said I did it, but it's a lot to take on at once.
1: Oh, it's so much. And I'm a believer, I think you should start with kickboxing. What are people most afraid of? Getting punched in the face. Right? You don't have a choice.
0: That's a good point. I never yeah. thought about that.
1: Nobody's like nobody's afraid of going to going into the ground and getting choked out. Like, you don't want to lose. You don't want to get choked. But it's like, that's not a terrifying thing, right?
0: Yeah, you could tap.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's a way out, right? Getting punched in the face, everyone's afraid of that. And so, you, I mean, you see it, right? Guys, first MMA fights, and it's immediately it's just a clash of like let's, who can get get the other guy down so that we don't have to hit each other you know
0: that is a good point actually that's even better now I'm not going to tell people to pick one or the other I'm like start with striking yeah it is yeah that's a great point because that is literally most people's biggest fear a lot of people think that they're made of glass and they're going to just break in half if they ever get punched yeah once you get comfortable enough with that now you don't have to enjoy getting punched or anything
1: yeah i mean it always sucks right but it's accepting it
0: yeah, or just knowing that, like,
1: okay, one punch isn't going to kill me. Yeah, I'm not going to die if I get Unless hit. Unless it's like Francis Ngano or somebody who's going to pop your head off yeah, your shoulders. Yeah, yeah, you know, then maybe, <laughs> maybe like just butt scoot at him from the start. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> yeah,
0: um, that is a good point. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking about getting into it or whatnot, like, get a base in something because, again, MMA is just mixed martial arts, that's when you put it together, yeah, and you it's funny cause I think back to you training and like when we all didn't really fully know what we were doing. Yeah. I think so. so Maddie, Brian used to come in and he was, yeah, you were like 14 by this time sparring Yeah. and I'm like already professional. And it was like Chase Hackett, and Nick Macias, Nick listens to this podcast. So shout out to Nick. And we used to like, not take it easy on Brian. Like he would just get run through the ringer. Like he would get oh. dropped all the time. He would be in there sparring with pros as like a kid. And, we were like, "Oh, let's just fuck him
1: up, dude." The the first time I sparred, I tell everyone this: like, no one taught me how to block.
0: Yeah. I didn't
1: know how to block a punch. I just covered my head as people just teed off on me and beat the shit out of me. And then, like, I remember I was talking to Nick probably like a year ago, and we were talking about it. And I'm like, "Man, was it like as bad as I remember, or is it just because like you know just?" He's like, "Oh no, it was like borderline child abuse. We we beat the hell out of you." I'm like, all right, well, at least it's like I remember it. Yeah, but it like it. You now pay, you paid to beat your brother up. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I was like, I got your membership. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I'll pay for anything. Yeah. Um,
0: It wasn't the smartest, but it made you like tough as fuck. Yeah. And, like really like you learn quicker. Cause obviously if you're getting beat up and nobody's pulling back on you, yeah. you're going to learn the defense
1: real quick because. And that's, I feel like that's the, the balance that's being figured out. I feel like it's swung kind of hard the other way now where everyone's like, well, you don't hard spar. You don't do that. And like, there's some truth to that but there's got to be that taking an ass beating like there has to be it's going to build toughness which sounds stupid but like you have to be tough in the sport i mean as meathead as it sounds you have to and then it's you also weed the people out where it's like this isn't for you yeah you know
0: yeah fighting is not for everybody and there's because again like at the gyms you know we get people that come in all the time like i want to fight and I've said before, that's usually like the red flag. Mm-hmm. If you walk in, you've never done anything. You're like, I want to fight. I'm like, I don't think you do. Yeah. Or I would be shocked if you do. Let's try this out first. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now I would say I agree with you. It's kind of a swung both ways as far as toughness. For me, what I've always thought is I kind of agree with like in the beginning of your career when you're young and everything, like having those hard rounds, those battles, everything, yep. are what build you to be who you will become. Now there becomes a point where when you have all this experience and everything like sparring is my favorite thing to do, but I hold myself back sometimes. Like I don't spar three times a week anymore or anything because you can't, I'm trying to save it for when I get paid. Cause I don't want to break my body down more, but early on we would spar all the time and that's what teaches you to fight. And I think that we also didn't use weight classes at the gym. Yeah, like, no, it was, if you, if it was your turn to be in and you were 130 pounds and the other guy whose turn was to be in it was 260, it didn't matter. It was like the gym we were at was kind of like gladiator school. Like we were punching each other through the walls and stuff. Like the drywall was broken. Literally. Yeah, literally. There were just giant holes from people oh, going God. through the wall and uh, like windows broken, all kinds of stuff. Yep. And now you go to these gyms and like MMA has become so popular. I can't remember the last time I went to a gym where. They didn't have, like, weight classes where, like, oh, only these guys spar with each yeah, other. Yeah, like, that guy's
1: mm-hmm. too big for you. Like, yeah, that wasn't a thing. Yeah, and it
0: was hard because, like, I wasn't the biggest guy there either. I mean, yeah, I would get dropped a bunch and heavyweights and other people just manhandling you. Yeah. But it, like, teaches you, you know, because I was in the learning phase too. Even when Brian started, I wasn't, like, super high level. Yeah. Um, but I think it was beneficial. Looking back, I'm glad I did it. And I still think that, that's kind of the way to go. You got to yeah. put in
1: your dues. Yeah, that's what it is, right? It's it's paying your dues. And you get in some shitty spots, you get pushed to the limit, and it's like, that's going to happen in a fight. Like, you don't want the first time you experience hitting that limit to be in a fight.
0: Yeah, and I think that that's what – as coaches, like, now you coach, I coach. Um, what I look for is I want to see people that are new get put in those positions because mm-hmm. if you quit, I'm like – all right, they, they're not going to have what it takes when yeah. it gets hard. Um, but I've seen tons of people where, like, they'll just take a beating, like you did, and just keep coming, keep coming. Okay. That's what I did. And those are the people we want. We could teach you to be good. Yeah. But I can't teach you to not quit. Yeah. And funny enough, that's what um, – so Whitney has that boxing match coming up soon right. in this tournament. And the first time sparring, I was like, well, this will be interesting. Yep. And I wanted to see how she reacted, so she went with, like, Brittany and Helen and, like, yes. all these pros. Yeah. And they beat her up, and, like, she was, like, bleeding out of her mouth and yeah. nose and everything, but still swinging back. And,
1: and to me, that's a big test. When someone sees their own blood for the first time, it's like, what are they going to do? Yeah. You, know, you and I have both seen people, like, they can take a beating, but then for some reason they see their own blood, and then that's the end of it. They freak out.
0: Yeah. And so after that, she was exhausted, obviously. had never She'd never been in a fight, never sparred. Was exhausted because your adrenaline all that's pumping. Yeah. It's not just cardio. It's, like, plus getting hit. Yeah. It, like, it's like a video game. Each Hit also takes your cardio and stuff away. Yeah. And once I saw her, like, fight through that and keep going, she was like, I got killed. And I was like, yeah, but we could work with that. Yeah, you're supposed to get killed. I wanted to see if you were going to curl
1: up yeah. or, like, turn around or get out of the ring or... Yeah, I remember she got out and took her headgear off. I'm like, I wasn't. She's like, it wasn't as bad as I thought. I'm like, that was a perfect answer.
0: Yeah, because she... She said, like, yeah, getting punched. As soon as I got punched, I realized, like, yeah, it sucks, but it wasn't, like,
1: it's not the end of the high. world, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so, yeah, you had a great career, too, and you went on to become, let's see, RFA champion, right? It wasn't LFA yet?
1: Yeah, it was still RFA. RFA
0: was, like, the main regional promotion in the country. Yep. You won the belt there. Actually, Maddie, do you have those clips pulled up? Let's I got see. two of his fights. Let's see. Uh, go to the other one. Watch that one next. So this is one of the best KOs of 2016. We were in South Dakota?
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah, uh, Sioux Falls.
0: They show a replay of this? Yeah, I think they'll replay it. Dude, it was a
1: brutal a shot
2: Burger kind of King, dude.
0: I heard it. That's why I was quarant- Or There's me. Um, <laughs> I know that
2: guy. Okay, that that looks
0: like it, dude. You could hear it. It was just this big clack. So, is this the one that set up your title fight? I can't remember. Yeah, a few more.
1: Yeah. So Sven actually came in the ring after that, and that's when he pretty much told me he's like, "We're going to get you somewhere near the main event." And then it wasn't long after they're like, "We're going to fight you for the title."
0: And then go to the next one, Maddie. So you got best knockout and best submission. of 2016. 2016 was a good
1: year. Yeah. This this, is Denver. Yeah, this one is for the belt. I remember I kind of got some shit for this because, like, keep watching. And so he's out right there, right? Yeah. He's out for a minute. So oh like I, I remember reading comments on that. And I, that dude's a dick. He held on to it. I didn't know he was out. Yeah. I mean, that's not your job either. It, it's not my job, but I also didn't even know. Like, if I would have known he was out, I would have let go, but I didn't even know. I was so focused on trying to stay, like, just tight and not let him get out that.
0: I usually don't fault people very much for, like, late hits and everything because people also random people don't understand the adrenaline and like your brain is yeah. thinking so far in advance. Plus if you let go, we've seen tons of fights where people let go and the guy's like, I didn't tap and keeps fighting or yeah. whatever. Rule number one, you go to the ref stops it. Yep. Um, Russia stopped it when his arm came down. Yeah. The ref. Yeah. So we know the ref pretty well too. Actually. Was that Adam Martinez?
1: Yeah. yeah. <clears throat>
0: um, he should have been checking in, but I mean, again, I can't criticize the refs either because they have so much going on. I'm watching. Yeah. Too. Um, But yeah, that was a good year. And then, so you became the champion for them, which is still, so now it's LFA. It was RFA, like highly touted promotion. So Ian Hynish, who's been on the show, he was the champion for them. Usually once you become the champion of that organization, the UFC signs you. And I think it was, you didn't fight for them again, right?
1: No. So we, our plan was, okay, you won the belt. Like, let's get you another fight immediately so we can keep the run going. And then uh, I had come into the gym to train. It was maybe like a week or two after this. And uh, you still had performance MMA. You were working, and told me you're like, "Hey, Joe Silva, who was the matchmaker for the UFC at the time."
0: Oh yeah, he texted me.
1: Yeah, You're like, hey, he hit me up. Said they're looking for someone. And I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And you, you know, he asked, I think if I was healthy or something like that. And uh, you're like, "I'll let you know if I hear anything." I was literally hitting pads with Mark when you came over to the cage, and you're like, you "Got it." And that's literally how I found out. Is that night, just like, "Yep,
0: yeah, yeah." The UFC matchmaker texted me, and he was like, "Hey, how's your brother doing? Like, what's his weight?" is he healthy all of this and i was next door to the gym and i could see him like hitting pads and everything i was like yeah he's good and he's like all right i'll get back to you and it was like a few minutes later he's like all right welcome to the ufc oh sick yeah
1: it was cool yeah, um, before i left the gym i had contracts and everything in my email and yeah yeah
0: was it short notice yes not not as bad as a lot it was lot like of a month and got, a half yeah
1: i mean they said short notice but i mean
0: it's short for the UFC. The, short for the UFC yeah. really on top of scheduling and everything. Like you said, he had the contracts and everything before even leaving the gym. Like their whole legal team is just like. Pfft.
2: Yeah, give us that this, email. Zip was, the file. Was
0: USADA yeah. around
1: then? Uh, it might have been. Like we got to smell like your pee, dude.
0: Yeah, yeah right. They're like, <laughs> here's
1: somebody to test you. He just showed up at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I remember being amazed at the amount of paperwork it was. It was ridiculous.
0: Yeah. If you don't know, like the UFC contracts are – undeniable yeah. you are not getting out of that it is no. a one-sided contract i mean even my ultimate fighter contract the verbiage in there was throughout the universe <laughs> it had stuff in there for alien attacks and shit like it was probably 200 pages long like
1: yeah what, i had to make sure you read it natural disasters that stuff. Well, the, oh. honestly because like i'm usually pretty good like if i sign something i'm like no nah, i'm gonna read this whole thing even if it's some stupid disclosure and like i looked at it and i'm like yeah, screw it
2: going to sign it. It takes him a day to update his iPhone because he's got to <laughs> go through the terms of service
1: every time. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> yeah, It uh, it's insane. I mean, they're completely one-sided contracts, but that's a whole nother story. We could go on a whole rant on that yeah. and the UFC, but, I mean, hey, they're the kings of the business right now. Um, and, the, and that's what they know, right? Like,
1: what are you going to say? Like, no.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a billion-dollar company. They have the best legal people around, and they have everything already. They don't really negotiate much. Yeah. There's no... You either like the contract and sign it, or don't. They're not going to take anything out. They're not going to adjust anything. Yeah, They're there's like,
1: there's a fuck million fuck guys it. standing behind you that'll take it. Yeah. If you don't drink Fit Soda, then. You. It's got aminos
0: for recovery and electrolytes for hydration. All my friends drink Fit Soda and they're cool as like me. I got a model girlfriend, she drinks Fit Soda. I got a fireman buddy, he drinks Fit Soda. Construction workers, they drink Fit Soda. Every girl you're attracted to drinks Fit Soda. This camera guy right here, he drinks Fit Soda. It doesn't get any better than this. It's time to get your Fit Soda. Make sure you go to fitsoda.com if you want to be cool like me. The best part about Fit Soda, zero sugar. Sugar sucks too sugar oh, i hate sugar man this i'm out of here so you went on to the ufc you had your ufc career and then one thing about brian is even as kids like you always wanted to be a cop yeah do you remember why i always remember like even halloween you want to be a cop like
1: i don't i don't remember why it's just always something i wanted to do i don't seem i used to watch cops all the time it looked <laughs> awesome i know cops doesn't come on till four <laughs> yeah um and now how long have you been on the job uh, I've been on the street like a year and a half. Technically from my higher date, I'm at like two years.
0: it's been that long already?
1: Yeah. Oh. I don't know, how time flies. So one thing I wanted to talk to you about, and the reason I
0: wanted you to come in is because you know, stuff with police, violence, all these things, like there's a big like what's the word I'm looking for, Maddie? Um speak, it's been a very political topic. hot button issue. Yeah. And with you having so much experience, like you're a brown belt in jiu-jitsu. You should be a black belt. You just haven't finished, like, the testing stuff Um, because you've been a brown belt for a really long time. A couple years, yeah. And rewinding a little bit, actually, you're super modest, but Brian was always the guy in our gym that was the guy to beat, if that makes any sense. We'd have fighters from all over the world come in, UFC guys, everything. And for some reason... You had everybody's number, whether it was striking. I won't say who, but I mean, there were black belts you choked unconscious that were like, I've never been choked unconscious before. And they're like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, it was before he was even in the UFC. And they're like, why are you not in the UFC? And you were training with, like, badasses and beating everybody all day in the gym. So now fast-forwarding, having all that experience, knowing what you're talking about, and then becoming a police officer, I wanted to ask about kind of the training um, and then your take on it. So, like, what was the training like going through the academy? And I mean more so, like, hand-to-hand combat and stuff. Because that's what's going to avoid the shootings is if cops are confident in their skills to defend yeah. themselves. And I'm curious. I know a little bit about it, but I've never, like, sat down and asked you.
1: Yeah. So that's the super hard part when it comes to the academy. So the academy was six months long but that's six months to take you from not knowing a thing to having to know everything. Which I don't think that's long enough. And here's the hard part. It's long enough to get you the base knowledge that you need. <clears throat> you do the majority of your learning on the job, which is the hard part, but I don't know that there's another way to do that. Like people always say like, oh, the Academy should be like two years like college, but it's like the real world is so much different. Like every situation is different. There's no way to really prepare for it.
0: That's true. It's not all going to be in a book. And, you know, I've had jobs where, like, pretty much nothing follows the book once you're there. Yeah. Because it's all game time decisions, which, again, your experience, you know, it doesn't even have to be a physical thing. But when you become, like, a professional fighter, professional athletes are very good at making quick decisions because it's fast. It's, It's in the moment. Um, and there's other jobs I'm probably not thinking of that are like that, you know, like fighter pilots and yeah. all kinds of stuff that in the moment, this is the decision I'm sticking to it and go. Um, so I think that that gave you some more experience too.
1: Yeah, it, it definitely helped, right? I was more comfortable making decisions. Um, yeah, as far as like the physical aspect again, cause they're taking you from knowing nothing. So you got to learn how to handcuff people and not hurt them, which seems like I just slap handcuffs on someone. Dude, handcuffs hurt like hell yeah. if like you don't know how to put them on. They suck. So you got to learn all of that. You should um,
2: carry the ones with like the fluffy stuff around them. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> the porn stores. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're under, under arrest. Cop, <laughs> Don't
1: move. Um, so yeah, I mean, you got to learn all that stuff. And then the other thing is, post uh, which post is the the state certifying board? So they actually certify everyone as a police officer. That's not run by the department. That's run by the state. Really? Yeah. So they have they have some say in it, right? Like, hey, this stuff has to be taught. So then the instructors are like, okay, well we have to work because they have to present a curriculum as well. So they don't just get to be like, well, ah, today we need to work on this. Like, they have a curriculum that gets turned into post, so that they know every single thing that's being taught at that academy, like day by day, pretty much. Yeah, basically. Um, so that's yeah. the hard part, right? Is there's a lot of oversight to it, so they don't just get to wing it. Um, the biggest thing I think, man, is I think jujitsu should be taught.
0: I, mean, I yeah I agree. Yeah,
1: I'm like we did a little bit of it, but I mean you're talking like if you went to one class of jujitsu. Really? Yeah, just starting. It's like you know, if you don't know what you're doing, it's gibberish. You don't know what's going on. Um, to me, that's the most important thing because I mean, anyone can throw a punch. Like they teach you how to punch and stuff like that, but anyone can do that. I mean, was it the right way to punch? Just out of curiosity, you don't get shit on them. No, it actually was the right way to punch. Yeah, I, I didn't have an issue with that. Um, now they're not breaking down like combinations. Like, all right, you know, and then we're gonna we're gonna block this and do that. Like this not happening. It's just like, hey, here's how you throw a basic punch. Uh, but anyone can do that. I mean, without teaching someone you know how to make a fist. As long as you can make a fist, you can throw a punch.
0: And everybody can land a haymaker. Like, it's,
1: it, exactly. it is possible. Yeah.
0: Now, the more experience you have, the better shot you have. But, yeah, I mean, as humans, everybody can kind of throw a punch. Yeah. Not a good one, but.
1: Yeah, it might not be great, but you can do it. But as soon as you have to start wrestling someone and controlling them on the ground, like, that's where it takes skill. I mean, you know, otherwise, it just looks like two cats going at it in an alley, and it's not what you want.
0: Yeah, and then it's also, you guys wear locking holsters, I'm sure, because yeah. you don't want somebody pulling your gun out in, like, a scuffle. But um, where was I going with that? Yeah, also being able to separate yourself from the situation. Ground skills, I think, are super important because, yep. again, if you end up on the ground as a police officer and maybe there's more than one guy, like, being able to get up, being able to sweep them, being able to, like, defend yourself from getting attacked, Yeah, but also being able to think Because there are some people like, you know, your first fight or when you first started doing it, you don't remember a lot because your adrenaline is going.
1: Yeah, you're through the roof. You have no idea what's happening. You can't think. You don't hear anyone. Yeah. I mean, the coroner's just sitting there yelling at you, and there's no point to it because you can't hear them.
0: Yeah, so I would think that that's super important as a police officer because if you are able to restrain somebody and everything, it's having the calm mind and everything to be able to go to handcuffing them or drawing your weapon or doing what you need to do outside of that. Because yeah. your mind has to be able to, like, distinguish, separate.
1: And just be, be able it. to control someone, right? If if I get in a fight with someone and I'm by myself, which I'm usually not. I usually have a partner and we try to roll. We try to roll partners usually. Um, but say I'm by myself and it goes down. If I can control them long enough, I know there's more guys coming to me. I'm not just by myself. But I've got to be able to control them and not lose.
0: Yeah.
1: And that's the thing. is like there's no option to lose. You cannot lose.
0: Yeah, you can die.
1: Yeah. Or, were, or
0: not worse, but, like, or other things. Like, yeah. you can
1: be hurt really
0: bad. Um, okay, so the defensive tactics and stuff are not very thorough. Um, in your opinion, how often would you have people do that?
1: Again, there's so much stuff. Like, so we would do defensive tactics basically once a week. Um, and that's because the rest of the week was devoted to shooting and driving and law and all that stuff. I think they need another day, like another day of defensive tactics, and I would devote it pretty solely to groundwork, to be honest with you, groundwork and and some kind of wrestling. It doesn't need to be, like, straight collegiate wrestling. Like, we're going to double-leg this guy, but not getting tossed on your head if you're in a scuffle with someone because everything starts on the feet. Yeah, You never show up and somebody's laying on the ground like, let's go. Like Greco would be good or any kind of, like, I don't love judo, but. Like foot sweeps, trips, something, right? Just something where you know how to control someone's body weight while you're standing.
0: Yeah. That's the biggest thing too, is like a lot of people don't know how to control and function their own body because training jujitsu and all these things involved with MMA, most of it's leverage. It's not strength. Yeah. That's why people get so tired when they're new is because they don't know the techniques. Yeah. There's muscle, everything. Like my muscles don't really burn. I'm doing jiu because like it's just leverage and I know yep. how to move and counteract and stuff and then there's times where if I'm going with somebody better then some strength becomes involved but it's efficient. Yeah. I'm not flexing on everything. I'm not squeezing as hard as I can. I'm being like super efficient and my body's used to doing it.
1: Yeah. And it's I think it's something that a lot of cops need to do outside too. Like again, the academy gives you the base level knowledge you're going to learn a lot of that on the street and stuff, but it's also the onus is on you to go out and continue to learn and get better at what you do.
0: Yeah. It always surprises me because that's your job, right? So yeah. I would put everything in there. It could save your life, like we said. Yep. Most cops will – actually, I don't know. Do a lot of them shoot outside or do they just qualify and they're good? I'm sure it's a – It's it's
1: a it's a mix, right?
0: Um, I was going to say it's the same kind of thing. Like yeah, you're going to carry a gun all the time, you should shoot all the time. Yeah those, those skills are diminishing. Like they'll go mm-hmm. away just like me. Like I've, I'm 17 years into jujitsu and stuff. If I didn't train for a year, I would lose a lot. Like, I mean, I'm I'll still remember muscle memory and everything, but I would not be nearly as sharp
1: or as good. Yeah. No, your, your timing and everything disappears, but yeah, like shooting is a perfect example. It's, like you said, it's diminishing. Like I try to shoot once a month Yeah, outside of like qualifying and things like that. Um, try and go shoot. And it's like, okay, am I, screwing something up. Am I slow in this or am I throwing one round? Cause that one round might end you up in prison. Yeah. You know, so you got to make sure that you're putting it on the dot and you know what you're doing.
0: Yeah. I think I, I'm biased, but I'm a firm believer that all cops should be training. Like yeah. again, it could save your life. Like yep. join a gym outside of it. And if you're watching this and you're a cop and you're interested in what I'm saying, you can message me. Like I know people in probably every state I could recommend a gym for you. I have an app called Jiu Jitsu on the Go. Not to plug it to make money, but oh no, we're plugging it. Yeah, you can you can Let's learn play
2: the plug song while you do it. You do it.
0: What is it? Okay. There go. <laughs> yep, that's Jiu Jitsu on the Go, jjotg dot com. <laughs> um, but no, it's a training app where there's self defense on there. There's a bunch of different stuff. There's jiu jitsu taught by instructors from all over the world. So at the bare minimum, like I still believe you should do training with a person. But at the bare minimum, bare minimum, yeah, watching. You know, some people can comprehend by watching. It's better than nothing. Yes. Um, So, okay, so you did it, what, once a week, you said, in the academy. Um, And then what were some of the, like, drills and stuff you did?
1: Um, So they have a specific way they want you to handcuff people. So, I mean, we spent a lot of time on that. Like I said, like, handcuffing seems like it'd be easy. It's very difficult. We spent a lot of time on that. Um, They have to teach you, like, gun takeaways and stuff like that. Again, that's, that's mandated. They don't have a choice. So... And most of the things, like when we learn something new, it would be devoted like a full day.
2: Ooh, you no know what would be sick too is if they brought like a magician in and you had to handcuff him but he kept fucking with you guys,
1: that would Taze be him. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have you had to arrest any magicians yet? Yeah. I have not. I haven't come across that yet. I'll let you know if it happens. Yeah, because they
2: like, disappear so fast. <laughs> yeah. They're the perfect criminal.
0: I've made bets with people before like that don't do not do jujitsu, jitsu and like, I'm like if you put a gun, like gun belt on and we'll get a fake gun, I can take it from you while we're rolling locking holster or not I, I guarantee you i can now if you're experienced then probably not it'd be tougher or i might be able to but it'd be harder but somebody with no experience that doesn't train and stuff you would be surprised like i can you won't even realize my hand is gone mm-hmm. i can hold you down and control you unlock your holster and take your gun and there's a lot of people can out there that on you can. if you did
1: that well it's, it's funny you bring that up so <laughs> i was i was looking at this uh video that came up on instagram the other day and like you know so those of you that don't know a lot of times at schools when a guy's getting promoted to a new belt, um, like the black belt or something, the gym will roll with them. In mid-roll, they'll take off whatever belt they have and start tying the new belt on them. So I was literally watching one where this white belt was rolling with the black belt at the school. I was showing it to my partner. And uh, I'm like, dude, look how good this guy is. So he takes his white belt off, pulls out a blue belt, ties it around the guy. The guy had no idea. While they're happening. grappling. Yeah, while they're cool mid-grappling, mid-grappling, and the guy had no idea. And, and then he tied like, stops it. In a it. Knot. Yeah, and then he stops it, like, hey, congratulations. Like, that's what it is, right? Someone that good can do things you're not even going to know what's happening.
0: Yeah, I want to say it was Dean Lister I saw do that with a brown belt. He promoted him to black belt. Which is ridiculous. Yeah, the guy was getting his black belt. I think it was Dean. <laughs> Dean's a fucking legend in jiu-jitsu. He was rolling with a brown belt promoting him to black belt and literally had a black belt in his gi while he's rolling See, with he's him. Good. Takes it off, ties it on. That's a whole nother level because that guy, yeah. if if Dean's promoting you to black belt, you're good. Yeah. You're really good. Yeah. Um.
1: But that was, that was the other hard thing um, when we did work ground stuff is I had to kind of focus on that a little bit because, like you said, you're wearing, like, a belt and everything now. Like, <coughs> okay, how do I do the same movements that I'm used to doing but make sure that I'm not exposing my gun and things like that? Like, it was, it was a challenge, actually. Yeah.
0: So in your opinion, for cops or anybody that's listening to this, um, training outside, would you recommend, like, rolling with your belt and stuff on? Like, practicing with, it, you know, things empty. Obviously not a loaded gun to, like, take the gun out. And... No, you got to play for real. Yeah. <laughs> um, or, like, or gi or no gi. Like, what would your kind of take be since you've
1: been in this? The gi, so I've I've heard a lot of people mention, like, well, I like to roll with the gi because it, it simulates clothing. Like, it, I'm not grabbing anyone's fucking shirt if we're rolling. Like, I'm not trying to hockey fight and rip it over their head. Like, that's my last thought. And maybe that's because I've spent majority of my time rolling no gi. So I don't think that piece matters. Rolling with your belt. I think you should at least do it a little bit. It doesn't take you that long to figure out to just be aware of it. Because yeah. half of our training too is is officer safety stuff, where it's like make sure your gun's not close to somebody. You know, even if I'm standing there talking to you, like I'll tend to blade so yeah. that my gun is away from you. So you, that gets kind of ingrained in you. But a couple times with your belt on and like a, a fake gun in there, it forces you to think about it. it. It would be a good idea to at least a couple times feel it out.
0: Yeah, I could see that. Um, what about like boots and everything when you guys were in the yeah. academy did you train like uh, shoes, we were,
1: uh, we were wrestling shoes and like pants and stuff. I didn't notice a difference on it. Um, other than you're just it's more uncomfortable when it gets hot, but it, it didn't affect your ability to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the vest is a bit of a challenge too.
0: Yeah. The vest for sure.
1: Yeah. Cause you're significantly less mobile. Like when you've got your belt on and your vest and everything else, like it's a lot harder to like twist and do things that I would normally do. It, it it takes some finesse of like, I might have to reposition my body like a couple millimeters the other way to make it easier.
0: And like, your shoulder's not as flexible because it's
1: here and like, yeah, you know, like guillotines and stuff.
0: Now, what are the rules as far as what's the word I'm looking for? Um, Fighting someone, rules of engagement kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, are submissions and stuff
1: legal for you guys? You cannot choke anyone. Okay. At all. Like do, do not oh, put your hands oh, right. Oh, <laughs> right? Yeah.
0: What even if like say the person has a knife or anything doesn't matter. Doesn't and like your life so is in danger. E-
1: even if you could use deadly force, like if I could shoot someone, I could not choke them. Really? Yes. So that's arm bars. That one seems so arm bars. Um, yeah, I mean if you get in a fight with someone, so outside of like the choking thing, if if it reaches, they've got different names for the levels that I won't go into. But um, if it reaches the level where you can physically strike someone which generally is if they start striking you then you're you're clear to go. I mean
0: Oh, it, so you can hit.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean if someone's punching you they're not like, "Yeah, fucking figure it out." I'm like, no, yeah. you can you can hit him back. Yeah, like <laughs> catch his punch. Running away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stay here, I'll get help. Um Yeah, so a so story about that. If it reaches that level, um armbar would be fine. Now the, the issue come into is if you cause significant injury to someone, that's going to be investigated. Right? So if I, if I snap someone's arm, like that's yeah, going up the chain, and that's going to be – doesn't necessarily mean you're in the wrong for what happened, but th- it's going to get a deep dive look at what happened and why.
2: Yeah. God damn it, Kamosi not again. <laughs> <laughs> there was no ref.
1: <laughs> um, funny
0: thing about the catching a punch, I, I used to have to take some classes by the state, you know, bouncing and stuff. We, we had some people die. You know, so we all had to go to training and make sure that you were doing – things correctly and one of the classes i took it was all day long and i was already like fighting professionally at the time and stuff and everything they were showing was like completely wrong and one of them was <coughs> if somebody goes to punch you like catching their punch and bending their and, like, fingers crushing back. their hand <laughs> no like bending <laughs> their fingers back and i was like one how are you going to catch this with anything other than your teeth yeah and two have you ever tried to get somebody's fingers from a fist? Not just from a fist, but from a punch.
2: And you're holding it closed? They called it yeah. They <laughs> called it shark fingers. And I oh was like, this
0: Jesus. is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. <laughs> and I saw a guy get ruined trying it. Um, I got called. I, this club I worked at had multiple stories. And um, it was like hip-hop night upstairs. And there was like this big gang fight. And I'm about to go up there. The Cops had already showed up. And one guy I worked with. Who shouldn't have been working there anyway? He's coming down the stairs, and I mean, his clothes are ripped. He's fucking bleeding everywhere. His glasses were broken. Shark
2: fingers didn't work.
0: <laughs> Dude, that is exactly what he said. I was like, "Dude, you good?" And he's like, "Shark fingers didn't work," and like, I mean, everything was ripped. And I was like, "Oh, you tried that for real? Like, I'm just swinging. You're not. You're not Jet Li. You're not catching that punch." <laughs> yeah. And then like. Pulling the fingers out. And You're like You're like,
1: bro, do you not remember class? If shark's fingers doesn't work, you go monkey steals the peach, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then Naruto run out of there. <laughs> I know. I I mean, they hated me in that class because I was literally like, "There's wrong. no, this is not going to work. And I wasn't trying to be an asshole, but I'm like, this is not going to work. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's that's clear evidence it's being taught by someone that has n- never been in a fight. I don't know what's happening. Yeah,
0: he was like the company attorney that was running
1: it. It's like watching McDojo Life. You're yeah. like, yeah, that's, that guy's never fought anyone ever
0: i remember asking the guy i was like do you think that you could get my fingers out he was like yeah i was like do you want to try and he's like we don't have time for this (laughs) he was like a lawyer (laughs) i was like there's no way you're opening my hand um he's like get back in line do the class (laughs) um bow to your sensei where were we at before that oh yeah okay so like the levels of engagement is that what it would be yeah yeah um so you are allowed to like hit back if you're being hit. That's yeah. good yeah. because I don't agree with, you know, Tom DeBlast just posted that thing. I posted on my stories like parents stop teaching your kids yeah. to not throw the first punch, teach them personal space, all yeah. of that. I'm a firm believer in that. I don't really care what you think. Um, to not teach them personal space. No, really? he said teach them personal space. Okay, yeah Stop teaching your kids to not throw the first punch. You're asking for your kid to get knocked out. If they have to stand there and literally wait for somebody to hit them before fighting back. Yeah. His point was, teach them boundaries, and, like, if you cross that, I'm going to hit you. Yeah. I always throw the first punch. It's been a rule of mine. Even Mm -hmm. though my parents' rule was don't throw the first punch. I used to just lie. Breaking rules since day one. Yeah, I used (laughs) to just lie. I would get get sent home from school and be suspended, and I'd be like, he hit me first. They're like, okay. Yeah, they're like, that's fine. Really, I threw the first punch. I was all about the space. I've always said that if you get close enough and I can hit you and I
1: know that you're mad or yelling at me or anything, I'm gonna hit you. Yeah, like if someone's coming at you aggressively, it's like there's no reason to think that person's not gonna hit you.
0: You can yell at me from over there all you want, I won't give a shit. But if you get like up in my face, I won't let you get to here. I've never understood the whole- It's fucking weird. Yeah, I've never understood the whole line of like guys that get like forehead to forehead, nose to nose. I'm like, the the line between it looking, <clears throat> I don't even know if I can say it's the line between it looking gay and tough homoerotic is the (laughs) proper term yeah Um, when guys get like mouth to mouth talking shit and they're both both of them are really just waiting for somebody to back down both of them are terrified
1: yeah I've never understood the like angry face off thing I'm like why are we like in less than 24 hours we're gonna do it for real why are we doing this I hate yeah for MMA I hate the the, face off close up Yeah, so awkward it's super weird like like, calm down All right, we're gonna fight just relax I'd rather go eat and drink some water yeah
0: we don't need this. Yeah. we're Yeah. Like you said, we're still going to have to fight.
1: Not to mention like when they're like on stage after they just wait in, they're at their weakest. Like everyone feels like they're going to die.
0: Yeah. You're like feeble.
1: Like, yeah. Please don't hit me. Yeah. <laughs> if you blow on me, I'm probably going to fall over. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, okay. So you can hit back. Absolutely. No choking. No matter what.
1: Yeah. Which seems ridiculous. Cause you and I know, right? Like the fastest way to end someone is if I can choke them unconscious, but the hard part comes in if people don't know what they're doing the problem right if you hold on to that forever it's going to be an issue that was one of the deaths we had at the club the manager yep. rear naked choked a guy to death i think adrenaline
0: and everything and he was just squeezing oh God. and didn't let go <clears throat> yeah and see
1: yeah i mean that's the thing stuff like that happens so it's like yeah well can't do that i can see that you know um plus if you get someone that's you know hopped up on meth or something like that like their heart's racing already like is it Cause a problem.
0: That was the other side. The guy that died was like on a lot of drugs. Yeah. But th- my manager went to prison for manslaughter. Didn't cause you're not supposed to choke anybody at clubs. Yep. I would do it quite a bit, but I just let go early. Yeah. Um, okay. So there's that. I'm trying to think here. I'm trying to relate this. Cause I've always been real curious. I mean, obviously I've talked to you about it, but I think that there are some big gaps and I think that it, Cops are doing themselves a disservice by not training. Yeah. I love seeing all the cops at Catharo. Mm-hmm. who do jujitsu. Like, I'll help them with anything, like Ghost and all those guys. Like, yep. any of them that have a question, I'm like, yeah, man, I got you. Like, There's another Ghost out there? Yeah. His, his last name is Ghost. Oh, that's way cooler. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Brandon Ghost. Um, but I love seeing that guy in there. Like, he is, like, hungry to learn, and, like, yeah, he's always, always trying to get more people in there, like, more um, officers he works with. And I just think it, it's – that should be part of the job.
1: Yeah, and and to the department's credit is, um, there's a couple of black belts on the department, and uh, one of them actually started a class over at the academy that guys were signing up for, where uh, <coughs> you and I both know him, I won't say his name on here, because I don't know if he wants to be on here, but um, he was running a jiu-jitsu class over there, and a bunch of guys were going over and, and learning stuff, so I mean, to the department's credit is, if it's available, they're willing to put the effort into to letting people teach this stuff if they're qualified. So it's it's still just on the onus of the officers to seek it out and do it.
0: Yeah, and I think for those of you listening, there's a lot of gyms out there that will offer discounts for police yeah. officers and stuff. And I wish it was free. You know, I wish the cities could pay for it and everything. And it's, you know, you got to understand the jujitsu gym also needs to make money like the owner. Yeah. Like that's their job. Yeah, it's um, so offering the discount is a plus. You know, it, it can't be free for everybody. But there are organizations out there. I don't know if you've heard of this one. I think you have. It's called like Adopt a Cop. Yeah. Yep. Um, where they'll pay for your membership until you get like a blue belt or something and then they discounted rate. So check them out. Um, it's Adopt
1: I don't know if it's Adopt a but you better search that first, make sure it doesn't go to something super weird. Yeah.
2: I can't even see that far.
0: Yeah, it's something like that. But like that's a cool thing. Yeah. And I know there's some requirements in it, but they'll literally cut a check to the gym.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. For you to train. Yeah, because it's all stuff that again, like like we talked about, it can save your life. And not only that, it can save someone else's life, right? If I'm in a fight with someone and my next guy in shows up and he doesn't know how to fight, like are we just in now it's two on one, but it's still a hard fight, or does that guy know what he's doing and he ends it? Yeah.
0: Know? Have you had any situations like that yet where I have not you don't been... have to say names or anything but where the person wasn't qualified Did enough beat to beat up
1: any bad guys help you out? So interesting, I have not been in one fight. Still? <laughs> nope. Yeah. Well, you consider a fight different than a lot of people do. I mean, I've had one quote unquote use of force that really wasn't even a use. Um, I mean, we did it as a use just because of the rules. But I mean, it wasn't like a fight. Like nobody got hit. Wasn't even really a wrestling match. It's just the person fell and my hands were on them. I didn't throw them down or anything. But if it fell, (laughs) I I realize how that sounds, (laughs) but they really did fall.
2: (laughs) This arm fell between my legs and I just. Lift my hips up. He fell and hit his
0: face on the curb. What do you want me to do?
1: Because the other, the big part, so... <laughs> this one makes you laugh. I thought about this a lot. Like, what is the best job to come from to be a cop? Any takers? guess. Best job to come from? Yeah. Donut chef. <laughs> Dude, fair. fair. <laughs> <laughs> Screw you guys. I'm <laughs> He's like, here. what'd you say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've been um, holding
0: that one for a while. I don't know. Sales. Oh, yeah, cause you're, cause you're talking. You're
1: talking yeah. people down. Dude, I... D- 100 to 1, I use skills that I learned in sales as opposed to martial arts.
0: Yeah. yeah. But, again, I would also argue that some of that sales talk as a policeman revolves around confidence, too. Because yes. if you're talking to me about something, and, like, and I can tell that you are not confident, like you're confident because you know what you know already. Like yeah, you're great with the gun. You're great with, like, um, jiu-jitsu, kickboxing, everything. And they don't know that, but – your posture, you, the way you talk, you go, like, yes. listen, you don't want to do this. It's going to be a bad idea.
1: Yeah. That is the other piece. And that's, that's something that you get from training as well as like that confidence of like, if this does go down, I'm going to be fine. Anything can happen, but I'm going to be fine. Like that, like you said, that comes across. And then some things you can't help, right? Like I'm a bigger dude. My partner is a big guy. He's like my size, if not a little bigger than me.
2: Was and, everyone fighting over to be your partner? Like, but, I want to I be with cozy.
1: So I got super lucky. So, um. I was actually became friends with them in the academy, and we both got sent to the same district, same shift, everything. So we just already knew each other, we're friends, and we just ended up partnering up every night. Um, But we've both literally seen the thought process of like, you show up, this dude's amped up, and you see him like, look you both up and down, and like, all right, man, I'm cool. Yeah, cool. Immediately shuts down. Like, they go through that thought process of like, is this worth it? Am I going to win? And now we're good.
0: As soon as he leaves, I'll be
1: talking again. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Right.
0: No, it is a good thing. Like but I think yeah, like confidence too is like because yeah. in any part of my life I can tell when somebody's confident about something. It's more believable if you're confident. Yeah. Like you said, if you're kind of looking down and like not very um verbal about it, mumbling and
1: stuff, you're like yep. oh, okay.
0: Yeah, yes, you got that out. Yeah. <laughs> hey, stop doing stuff. And then when
1: you're <laughs> confident you tend to be calmer, right? Like you don't show up on scene like yelling at people, like trying to gain control and just like hey, just everybody calm down.
0: Like, yeah. That is a big thing. Like I learned from bouncing and stuff too. A lot of people, they might act a fool and stuff, but a lot of people just want to be talked to like a normal person. Mm-hmm. So when I bounce and stuff, like I I diffused a ton of situations by just being like, Look, man, it's not my call, but you gotta go. Yeah. Like I already did this, I know it's bullshit. Like if you kind of word it a certain way, they're like, All right. But if you go over and you try to like look all tough and be like, Hey, you gotta get the fuck out of here. Like yeah. and you're just being a dick, then they're then they're on the
2: defensive. Like, yeah. yeah. Do they yeah. train
1: more de escalation? They do, tactics yeah.
2: than anything. To you. That's, yeah, probably the first thing you have to do, huh?
1: Yeah, yeah. They, we spent a lot of time on de-escalation, which is good. I mean, like I said, I use a lot of the stuff that I learned in sales on people, honestly, coupled with the de-escalation, and you know, I've yet to be in a fight with anyone. I mean, like you said, you just talk to people normal. That's yeah. what most people want. You're always going to get that guy that's just, nah, and you're like, okay, well, we can't talk to that guy. Um, yeah, I've had some run-ins with cops in the past that, like,
0: either were really cool and I'm literally like, I'm sorry, I know I fucked up, like kind of thing. And then the ones that are like berating you, and then you're like, fuck you, like yeah,
1: yeah. You're not my dad. Yeah. <laughs> you're not my real dad. Yeah, there's a there's a time and a place where sometimes you might have to yell at someone to like kind of snap them back in. You know what I mean? Like totally. People start going off the rails, yelling, and you got to like raise your voice and yell at people just to bring them back down. But most times, you just talk to people cool. There's always gonna be that guy that's just not having it, but yeah. And then that's where the other stuff comes in. Exactly.
0: So going back to the training, um, in your opinion, is there some other things that you would change? And, and again, I'm not asking you to like shit on your department or any others that you've seen, but is there things that you would add, um, just cause you have like an extensive background in this and you bring a lot of knowledge to it. I know that they bring you to the Academy to help now because they're familiar with your background. Right. Um, do you ever get the chance to throw out ideas, too, or are you just there to, like, assist on what they already have?
1: Mostly there to assist, but to their credit, like, the technicians that that taught at the academy would would bounce stuff off me. Like, hey, what about this or that? Or if they were showing something, I would ask a question of, like, how we did it. Like, Why are you asking that? And then I would explain it to them. Like, oh, okay. And they would, they would work that in. So that's the nice thing is they're always wanting to learn. It's never, like, shut up. You know, yeah, like, they're willing to learn, and if they can make something better to keep everyone safer, they're more than willing to do it, which was always cool. Um, that was the thing that I, I appreciated is the technicians that were responsible for teaching us, like, wanted to teach, like, wanted to make sure that when they left you and you went out to the street, like, you weren't going to get hurt. They cared about you.
0: Yeah. So, I like think that. that that shows a good teacher, too. I've had coaches and teachers in the past that, like, don't question me. Yeah, but me when I teach people, like even my classes and stuff, I tell people I'm like, look, if you have an idea or something's working for you, show me. I was like, I might start using it. I don't know everything. Yep. Martial arts and stuff is endless. Like it's an art form. Some people make things work for them that is technically completely incorrect. But I tell all my students, I'm like, dude, show me what's working for you because you might see me doing my next fight. Like I'm I'm learning every day, and it, it doesn't matter who it is. <laughs> I can learn something from somebody most of the time. There's some people that I would never listen to. But yeah. um
1: that's what I used to tell people when I taught too is you know, they would do something. They're like, Yeah, but it's not technically right. I'm like, listen, not everything looks pretty, but if it can be ugly, but effective. It's all that matters. As long as something's effective, it's all yeah. you need.
2: Yeah. It's I and this isn't like fighting or that stuff, but when I was making music for the longest time, I was like struggling. And then as soon as I started teaching kids and like showing them how to do it. I learned more. Yeah. You yes, learned, they from gave teaching. me better yep. questions. I'm like, Oh damn, I never
1: even thought of that. Yeah. I learned a lot more from teaching because you're seeing it from a third party perspective now. You know, you're not trying to do it yourself where you're like, I think that looks okay. It feels all right. But,
0: and you learn to skip a bunch of steps because it works for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you go back and teach, you have to go step by step. Like you're fundamentals. Like, oh, maybe that's why that hasn't been working for me. Cause I keep skipping this now because I've done it so long. Yeah. Um, but I've always thought that that That'll be a red flag for me if I ever coach. That's just like, just do what I say. Yeah. Don't ask questions. And it's. What about a boss? Yeah. <laughs> I question everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you should sure. question everything. True. It's just like our our not to take this in another direction, but our school systems like they don't teach that much free thinking anymore. Yeah. They're like, this is what it is because that's what it is. That only works in like math.
1: Yeah. Where there's it's even now, you know. Yeah. Your math, you're like. <laughs> but I mean like there's one number that's the answer yeah. in math. Yeah. There's one, there's one right way to do this or you're going to get the wrong answer. But as a teacher, any kind of
0: teacher, you should enjoy questions. You should be questioned. You should be checked. You're not always right. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. I mean, I might show something completely wrong and not know it until somebody calls me out. Um,
1: so yeah, because yeah. part of being a good teacher is if I question you on something, you should be able to defend your position. And yeah. if you can defend it and show me why I'm like, okay, hey, yeah, you're
2: right.
0: Yeah. You know, Exactly, and it doesn't have to be an argument. It can just be a conversation.
2: Yeah. And like, by teaching, you learn how to learn, too, because that's like something that at schools, you're like, this is the way that you're taught. And then not yeah. till I got out of school, I was like, oh, this is how I learn the best. I can go yeah. online, do this. I have to practice this way.
0: Yeah, because everybody learns different, too. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Did, were there people, um, taking this back to the academy, when you started doing hands-on stuff, was there panic? Like, did you see panic in certain people? And like, um, I guess I guess my first question would be: Was there like panic, and people would fall apart? And then, two, how was that corrected?
1: Not not a lot of panic. I'm trying to think of how to like not panic, like where they just went straight, you know, out of their head. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know what that person's like doing. Hesitation. Yeah, that's a better word. Hesitation. Yeah, you see some of that, and and again, it's just from not doing it a lot. But one of the things they do when they're teaching is we do, I mean, just like Jiu-Jitsu, it's hundreds of reps of everything they teach you. So before you're ever before they ever start putting scenarios in where you actually need to kind of like demonstrate it, you've done hundreds of reps of whatever they're expecting out of you. So they do a good job on that. That definitely helps. It kept a lot of people from going into that panic mode or whatever. Um, That's good. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's. They do that with everything, right? So you go to the range, like we're doing hundreds and hundreds of reps of just reloading or just this malfunction, how to correct it, or, you know, single shot, double shot, empty the mag. Like it's hundreds of reps of doing this so that it becomes second nature. That's
0: good to hear because I've, I've seen videos and stuff of, I don't think every department is like
1: that. Yeah. And that, and that's the thing is every department is different. I mean, yeah. You know, I've heard
0: stories from other cops and stuff about like their department Horrible things that they're taught and told not to ask, and that's how you do it. And
1: yeah, like when we went to the range, um, the head instructor at the range was like, listen, throughout the course of the academy, we're probably going to put you through 6,000 rounds. Like, you're going to shoot a lot. He's like, we shoot My tax th-
2: dollars are going? <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> like, you guys having fun out there? <laughs> that's right.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but he would tell us a story that he had a, I think it was like an in-law or someone that was a cop in New York, and he said that, he asked him, like, well, how much do you guys shoot? And he said through his academy, he shot like 200 rounds. That's Which, nuts. Yeah, like you shoot like 200 rounds, dude. We can do that in 15 minutes. We
0: did that last time we went to the range. Easy, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's not a lot to correct any mistakes or get better.
0: Yeah. You know? Um. Well, that's good to hear, I think, for sure. Now, I know that as far as shooting, you guys have to qualify how often? Uh, every six months. Every six months. Yep. Now, do you have to qualify for like these defense tactics and stuff?
1: Or physical
0: fitness or?
1: Um, So it's a lot of training videos um, because we have to do continuing education basically all year of. Probably your whole career. Yeah, yeah, every single year. So it just keeps up. Um, But you have to do a certain amount in every skill of like driving, defensive tactics, law, all that stuff. Um, And there's always options to sign up for classes, and you'll get credit as continuing education. You can go back and do more defensive tactics and things like that. But the in person stuff isn't necessarily required. That's more sign up. Yeah. A, a lot of it comes back to like, it's on you to put yourself out there and learn. Like, we'll always have the videos, and, and some of those are good. I mean, it's just a recap of something you probably learned, but you're like, I forgot about that. Yeah, I should start doing that. Um, but yeah, that's why I think it's so important to go outside. Like, yeah. sign up at a gym. You can go there whenever you want, as much as you want, as little as you want, but just keep going.
0: Yeah, even you know. if you went once a week or whatever. Once a week could be plenty.
1: I mean, you know, if, if you're not super into it, right, and you don't enjoy it, once a week, yeah. plenty.
0: Yeah, it can be, again, I mean, you can say it over and over again. It could save your life. And, <clears throat> yeah, I really wish that there was money to just pay for it or make it required because I do think that that's something, too, that you should have to qualify on. Yeah, I the think Videos was- don't do it. Videos will not teach you how to do hands-on things correctly.
2: Like, right. Unless it's jujitsu on the go. Yeah. 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 Even mind, you got to
0: practice. Jesus right? Christ, yeah. you almost screwed up your whole yeah, pitch. Dude. <laughs> Good thing I'm here, bro. That's I why know, they keep right? me
2: around. No, I mean,
0: like like I said, if you watch the videos, cool. It could help you a little bit. But end of the day, even if you use my app, like it's meant for you to drill with a partner. Yeah. You don't have to join a gym, and it's way cheaper than a gym. But you're not going to just, like, retain it from being like
1: seeing it and be like, okay, cool. You got to drill it. Yeah, because there's always questions at Pawpaw, right? You're like, well, what if, what if they move this way? And it's like, then I'm going to punch you in the head. Like, look. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. You know, like it helps to have another body.
0: Yeah, for sure. And just to be like open-minded about it. And things are always changing because I guess you haven't encountered this yet. But like I talked about MMA getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Like so many people train now in some kind of thing, which makes it dangerous for you guys. Because, yeah. I mean, you're highly skilled, but. The person who's not at your department or whatever comes across somebody like, like if it was me, yeah, like you're not getting me, you're the person who doesn't train, like you're not getting me down. You're not gonna restrain me if I didn't want to.
1: Yeah, tasers. That's my yeah. biggest fear because obviously I know a ton of fighters in Colorado. Was like showing up and it's like just engaged, he thrown down. I'm like, yeah, I can't take this guy either. Send everybody, <laughs> <laughs> send everyone. <laughs> Officer, discharge gun. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: was uh, I've told this story. Um, on a, one of our podcasts about menelik yeah well, jesus i remember asking uh i won't say their names on here you know the two cops i'm talking yeah, about yeah. we were all doing jiu-jitsu and you know menelik he's oh yeah giant. i love that or like wolves or whatever enormous and they watched me do jiu-jitsu with him and i'm a black belt and i started on top of him and i was like all right ready go and he threw me off of him i like hit the wall sideways yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the matrix and i was like what the fuck like 'Cause I mean he's three hundred and stabbed pounds. in the face. Like it for instance survived.
1: Like, like his thigh is as big as my body. Yeah. It's an and
2: NFL player, super
1: athletic. The most peaceful guy though. Yeah, I yeah. Love super him. super nice. He would always like play with my daughter and stuff and Yeah. yeah.
0: And he's like what, six six or something and a sweet and Manchester man, accent too. Yeah. <laughs> and I asked the cops that were training that day with us and I was like, What would you guys do if you had to arrest him and he was like losing his mind? And um I think you were there. I don't want to say his name. I wasn't he,
1: present. <laughs> he looked
0: at me and he's like, oh, we'd shoot him. <laughs> just like, no hesitation. I'm like, I mean, it kind of makes sense at that point. Like, even a taser's not putting that guy down. No, God, no. So you he just ripped that out. Oh. Did you have to get tased?
1: No, I did. I, I volunteered. I was so bummed about it. I wanted
0: to go. I thought you got to go watch.
1: So I volunteered <laughs> to be taped. <laughs> I was like, can <laughs> I do it? Is this family day?
0: <laughs> Remember that time when we were kids?
1: Yeah. <laughs> So I volunteered to be tased if it meant I didn't have to get pepper sprayed, and they said no. You got pepper sprayed? It was the worst thing of my life. I hated it. It sucks. Oh, my God. The way I I describe it I know you've probably been pepper sprayed. I've been maced and pepper sprayed a few times. (laughs) Purely for educational purposes. Yeah.
0: It it sucks. I got the foam before, well handcuffed. (laughs) That's a
1: whole other story. I'm I'm glad I'm a good boy, dude. This sounds terrible. Dude, so the way I describe it as far as like in your eyeball is like if – you know when you have an eyelash in your eye? Picture if you took every single eyelash and you just packed it in your eyeball. And then your skin everywhere else is on fire. Yeah, it burns your actual skin. It
0: goes in your pores and stuff. Yeah, it was horrendous. So, like, it's not just getting in your eyes. Like,
1: your skin will turn bright, bright, bright. I wonder who made that by accident. Dude,
2: dude, we, we
1: finished doing it, and I was like, I'll never use that. Like I don't care, my life depends on it. Like I'm not touching that stuff again.
0: It's hard to use because it's easy to come back and it like fills the area. Yeah,
1: there it's you still get some of it if you spray somebody. It's indiscriminate. Yeah. You can't I learned that the hard way as a
0: kid. My mom had some on her keyring one time and I was fucking <laughs> around outside <laughs> breath sprites. And I was like I looked at this thing for like a year and I was like, God, I just want to push There's it the up. purple one, right? Yeah. Yep. I think were you there when I did it? To I wasn't there when you did Every it. Every mom's got that on her keychain. Yeah, yeah right, right. But it like, because I I'm like a button pusher kid. I was like, if I saw something, it would like haunt me. I would think about it. But <laughs> God, I want to push that button. Like, what does it do? No,
2: he just stares at my desk all day, just like foaming. <laughs> you should see when you're not there. <laughs> yeah, he's over here just tapping buttons.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's why, you know, at the space center and everything, I was like, Don't let me in that room. I'll fucking <laughs> push the buttons.
2: Push your kid out of the way. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: But I used to look at this keychain forever and I was like, God, I want to push that button so bad. Like what does it look like? What does it spray like? And one time like she wasn't home or she was like sleeping or something and I her keys were on the counter. So I went outside and I sprayed it. And I was, I was a dumbass. I think it was like eleven or something. Into the wind. Yeah. <laughs> it was windy out. Dude, it all came back in my face and I was just like running around outside like ah. Dude, that well, was the first time. I'd gotten a few as an and, adult, too.
1: And the worst part of it was, so it took about 20 minutes. And then all of a sudden, my vision was clear. I was good, minus my skin being on fire. I'm like, That sucked. Let's never do that again. Um, but it reactivates. So I went home, and I showered. Oh, yeah, the water. Oh, my God. It, I lit on fire again. I was like, ah! You got to use, like, milk. Dude, I was literally speed walking around my house to keep air on my face. Brittany's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I can't get away from it. Yeah. Ouch. Yeah, one time I got sprayed with that
0: that foam, and it was like, I don't know, a day and a half later, two days, my face was still on fire, bright red, looked like I was sunburned. Yeah, and they like give you good base.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, and the thank God our technicians were at least cool and warned us. They're like, listen, when you go home and you wash your hair and everything, stand away from your head. So obviously I'm gonna pull away from the mic, but like you stand. Oh, uh, so it be- doesn't. Yeah. So it doesn't run down. So it doesn't hit you in the junk.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. Because oh. they're like,
0: listen, like you don't want that. Make sure you're it's not an S T D, it's pepper spray. It's yeah. Spicy balls,
1: trust me. Spicy balls. That was my <laughs> biggest fear when I started showering. <laughs> I was like, oh God.
0: <laughs> um yeah, we just keep getting off on some tangents. I
2: love it. It's a good cast. Yeah. <laughs> you almost made me want to become a cop until the pepper spray thing.
1: And rest. Like, people... this sounds great. No, that's totally fine. Well,
2: <laughs> yeah, you could have got taste. I saw a video of a
0: guy getting tased the other day as, like, his thing for, like, becoming a cop or whatever. Mm-hmm. And one of the prongs, like, went to, like, his taint. One went in his back and the other one, like... And I was like, oh, they shot him in, like, the taint. And it stuck, like, like the a back. Spicy balls. I'm like, dude, I would have put my legs together a little closer. Yeah. And he fell face down and it was straight, like, between the legs. Like, like who shot that? Yeah.
1: See, I offered to take that, though, because I'm like, that's five seconds of suck
0: versus 20 minutes. Now, those prongs, when they go in... I've never been tased, I don't think. <laughs> not that I remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I've never been shot with the prongs, but, like, those are barbed, right? Yeah. So when they rip so, out, do they come with, like, a chunk of skin?
1: So they're, like, straight, and they've got, like, a little barb on them. So it's not, like, a straight-up, like, fish hook. Um, but, yeah, they'll go in. So, I mean, it, it, it's not –
0: because those videos you see where people get hit and they rip them out. Yeah.
1: They rip skin and everything out? A little bit, yeah. It's not like a big wound, like I said. It's not like a fish hook where it's like <coughs> taking a big area. but It's, it, it's harpoon. a harpoon. It's enough where it's not meant to fall out. Yeah. Right?
0: Oh, man. <coughs> so you got any cool cop stories for us? Any funny ones? Uh, you don't have to give locations or
2: also, specifics. How would you get night shift? Did you pick that? I did, yeah. Cool. He's like a freaking
0: night walker. He always has been as a kid, like, just doesn't sleep at night. Yeah,
1: I always slept best during the day. And yeah, I, I ended up picking it. It's It can get rough. Like towards the last day of my week, I'm kind of like, okay, Jesus Christ. But yeah, I like it. More it, action, right? More action. And then it's a lot less guesswork, right? If someone's out at 3 a.m., it's like, what are you doing? Like most people are not out walking around at 3 a.m., right? Maddie probably is. I, yeah, I go to the afters. You walking around at East Colfax at 3 a.m.? oh okay there you go rhino though right
2: <laughs> yeah rhino i hate you i'm the good one i <laughs> thank d- everyone he djs at night
0: so he, where do you dj
2: at? uh this weekend larimer larimer, larimer lounge. lounge oh okay and then like up he's up, like i'll see you this up up yeah, street, yeah. <laughs> come in i'll throw on guest list <laughs> yeah. just stand behind me please <laughs> shoot your gun in the club <laughs> desk pop
1: um yeah one, you got two, any funny three, stories four. for us uh, i'm trying to think i was trying to think of this you told way me a few but i don't know if like you can talk about them and I'm trying to think of, like, I was trying to think on the way over. I'm like, what's, like, a funny one that I have that's not depressing? Um, so you've never had to wrestle anybody yet or anything? Nah. Like, I've, I've had people, like, struggle, and we had to, like, pin up their arms and stuff, but nothing crazy.
0: I know. It's funny. When he first got out of the academy, Grant and, like, Ian and a bunch of us at the gym we were like, man, I feel bad for the first person that just, like, tries to fight him,
1: you know? <laughs> Get thrown on your head. Like I did. Fucking- I did crush a corporal one time, so... <laughs> um, we had a female corporal and there was four of us going to this house and this whole thing happened. We ended up trying to arrest this guy and he's, he's resisting. Not to the point where we can hit him or anything, but like we're having a hard time getting his arms behind his back and we're in a house and we're in between the coffee table and his couch and like when you get four people trying to like arrest someone, like start getting in each other's way. Yeah. And the dude like jerked and the couch is right behind me. And I didn't realize she was right behind me. So I like fell back and just like smashed her into the couch. <laughs> so then I'm like, get up trying to go and she's just laying there. She's like, I'm just going to stay here. Like there's not enough space. So she's like laying on the couch. Imagine if someone walked in and <laughs> yeah. two
2: people are resting and one's laying on the couch just chilling.
1: <laughs> That's like, it's actually like surprisingly hard. Like the more bodies you add, you're like, this is getting more complicated to try and get this. Thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. It is harder.
0: Like, especially if you're proficient in what you do. You're like, get out of my way. Like I got this.
1: You got to call it out like a fly ball. Like I got left hand. (laughs) I did have another one. This one happened like two months ago or something. But so I was like on another call. It it ended up being like a nothing. Like the person was already gone. They were just like hanging out at like a bus station. Sometimes people call and they're like, check this guy out. Didn't do anything. So he was gone. And a bunch of our guys were set up on this car where this guy was passed out in it and a bunch of stuff. And I'm like, well, I'm going to head that way in case they need help. And I went a couple blocks down because I didn't know where they were all set up at. And I'm just driving, you know, chill, it's cold out. And I see this dude run off the block and just faceplant in the middle of the street. I'm like, 20 bucks says that's their guy. And two seconds later, he's like, he's running, he's running. So this dude just eats it in the middle of the street and then takes off running towards my car. I'm like, what is this guy doing? And you're in a marked car. Yeah, I'm full, like everything. (laughs) So I'm like, okay. And then he like slices by my car and starts running down an alley so I had to bail out and chase him. Which is like, I'll never forget the picture of that because it was like like a movie, just like, just faceplant to the concrete. That's
0: that thing where you think nobody sees, too. You're like, shit. Yeah, I hope like, oh, no one saw that. The cops yeah. saw that. Yeah. <laughs> it's on camera. Yeah. It's, um. well, before we get out of here, we got to shout it out, too. So, Brittany Kamosi, your yep. wife, my sister in law. Yep. She's fighting the same night as me, um, nice. April 29th. Yeah. And she's, Brittany's a badass fan. She's been pro for a while now,
1: right? Yeah. Yeah, she, uh, she turned pro, and then obviously we had Addie, so she was out for a while. So, yeah, yeah, she's been a pro for a little bit.
0: She hits hard as hell. She fights 115 pounds,
1: and I won't let her hit me. Dude, It it's their whole family. I don't <laughs> get it because, like, her brother trained for a bit and from day one hit hard as hell. Like super skinny and, like – Yeah, he was, like, 125 pounds. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell?
0: Yeah, some people, like we were talking about, have that power. That's one thing I wanted to ask you, right, because I know you've dealt with this more than me. But so since Whitney started training – You know, there's times, like, sparring she'll leave with, like, actually from Brittany, like, black eyes and stuff. Yeah. And, like, I'm sparring and stuff, too. And, like, I get marked up sometimes. Well, we get on the elevator at home. Like, our building has an elevator. And our neighbors will kind of, like, glance and look. And both of us are, like, this happened last time we just left sparring. So we both look like we had been sweating and everything and just kind of, like, tired. But we both have, like, marks on our face, and it looks just like domestic violence for sure. People will kind of, like... Look at us. I think it was you telling me, you're like, I can't go to the grocery store and stuff with her after fights because mm-hmm. people
1: like, glare at you, like, oh, he beating you? Yeah, the entire time. You get the dirtiest looks.
0: <laughs> you're just standing there like, it wasn't me.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like, when we're, like, checking out, like, I'll try and, like, bring up the conversation. It probably sounds so douchey of, like, yeah, we fight. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I didn't beat her. I could tell by your tap-out shirt, bro. <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> i was going to deck myself out and tap-out I've done that a few times with Whitney. That after might my make
0: fight. you
2: look more like a domestic abuser. Yeah, it might. <laughs> <marked Yeah. down laughs> sure. yeah, that's, that's a fair point.
1: <laughs> Wear Budweiser heavy shirt. Yeah, I did get her back one time though. So it was after I fought Randy Brown. So I had like a cut on my nose, black eye. I was pretty marked up. And I was like, you know what? It's gonna be payback for all the times people at me weird. We were checking out at Walmart, and she like turned to me to say something. And I don't know how I timed it perfect, but she like jerked, and I was like, Flint stopped at, at it, and the cashier was like i've done
0: that to whitney yeah like i've been marked up after a fight or something and people like oh what happened and i'll go like she'll be next to me i'm like (laughs) help me yeah slide a note across the table (laughs) call for help um but yeah it's interesting i i'm like because whitney's fighting the 22nd i'm fighting the 29th most likely both of us are gonna have like some real marks on our face so i'm like oh yeah i'm gonna not go outside of our Apartment for a while just yeah. sunglasses we don't need yeah, to be seen exactly. together
1: sunglasses <laughs> is almost worse though because then if they still catch a glimpse of it they're like oh they're trying to
0: hide it yeah <laughs> oh true <laughs> yeah um well anyways i want to say thank you for coming down we have some clips for you to watch we should have got some cop
1: ones. Before we get into that i'm curious so now that whitney's training and stuff did she try and like fuck with you at home a little bit yeah so i had to tell her i
0: was like just because you have gloves on or like if i'm wearing like I'll wear a belly pad when I'm holding for sometimes yeah. and like not paying attention and she'll punch me in the stomach or something as hard as she can with that pad. And I'm like, it still hurts, especially if I'm not looking and yeah. I'm like breathing Yeah. or uh, when she first got, you know, into it and she would have gloves on and like punch me in the chest, like playing around. And I'm like, yo, this doesn't mean because you have a glove on that you can hit me. These are soccer boppers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, Oh, sorry. Was that hard? I'm like, Oh Yeah.
1: It, like, knocked the wind out of me. I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> Brittany's almost choked me unconscious a few times at the house. Really? Yeah, but it's bullshit because she, like, sets me up, like, because she's a massage therapist. She's like, oh, do you want me to rub your shoulders? I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And she'll be, like, doing it for a while and then, like, slide, slide it in. Slide it in. And then, like, I'll defend it, right? And then it's just full-on on. <laughs> and I refuse to tap her because I'm not going to tap to my wife. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, exactly. And, dude, like, I've, like, seen stars a few times where, like, I go into panic mode, and I'm like putting my thumb like in the muscle of her neck, <laughs> trying to get
0: her off. It's She's a, like, "It's not domestic violence if you train, Maddie." True. True. Yes. Yeah, and then she, we're not serious about that, so relax with the comments. Yeah, it's
1: all in good fun. It's fine.
0: Yeah. Um, um, and I'm like, "Why'd you do that?" She's like, "Well, you started defending, so I thought you were challenging me." <laughs> <laughs> Don't challenge me. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I usually defend myself when somebody tries to choke me. Yeah, like, what are you a gorilla in our house? Like, I looked you in the eyes, wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um no this has been fun um so in case you take off before we watch some of these clips you're going to want to see these we haven't seen them these guys maddie and easton pick i haven't up seen first. them either and i
2: already know i'm going to hate the first time. i <laughs> really? hate I, shit. yeah i I already know i would gonna hate this so much Um,
0: uh, but anyways make sure you like and subscribe check out FitSoda.com again and let's see britney is fighting april 22nd because we talked about her so no, she's fighting 29th april 29th yeah, same. and right. that is here in denver at the budweiser event center yep I'll be fighting April 29th also at the First Bank Center. It sucks because we're like family fighting on the same night. I know. I'm going to have
1: to have like the phone up watching your fight as I'm trying to corner. And- I yeah. think I'm able to go to yours now. Are you? I, think I canceled go.
0: my thing. All right. And then, yeah, Whitney's will be on pay-per-view April 22nd. And if you want to visit Brian, what's your shift like? You work nights? Yeah, don't do that. Don't visit me. It's fine. <laughs> if you see him walking around the street, he likes to be choked. Just do something <laughs> real bad and he'll visit you. Yeah. <laughs> don't be walking home by yourself at 3 a.m. Just for no reason, or <laughs> fall in front of him and take off running. Yeah, don't do that. Um, anyways, let's get into some of these clips. So all you got to do is.
2: All right, no.
0: Oh, uh, don't do Ooh. it.
1: Oh! oh, wait, go back.
2: No, no, Easton. <laughs> did that? That hit him in did the that, head. Did huh? that hit him? God damn it! Is he dead? Oh,
1: oh, oh my it god! Missed. It barely missed. Yeah. He's good.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. That scared the fuck out of me.
1: It looks like it kind of clips him a little bit. You see his head, like, kind of. Oh.
2: Oh. oh, God.
0: No joke. I know. Well, kind of. I, slight acquaintance. Years and years ago, you probably remember this. The guy that, like, severed his spine oh from God. power cleaning? That's all I think about. Yeah. He oh. dropped it. The weight bounced and fucking hit him in the back, and it severed his spine. Like, he's a paraplegic now. Not to make this morbid,
1: but. Yeah. That was close. That's why you don't lift weights, people. Never. <laughs> Stick to yoga. Yeah. <laughs> this is oh, definitely I'm, Russia. I'm in.
0: <laughs> this is you at work. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's always Russia. God bless him. Oh, yeah, this guy jumps. Oh, in. my God. <laughs> oh, this is great.
1: <laughs> what? Why are they all going off? Oh. <laughs> yeah the
0: corner guy just jumped He was like enough of this first it was just a two on one fight right or was there another guy somewhere in the corner I think it was
1: just two on one
0: they've done up to like five on five which is awesome it's amazing I wanted to start Team USA for it oh hey that was nasty that was awesome that was like some anthony pettis stuff right yeah. there showtime go I've back always, to that real
1: quick i've always thought about doing that but i'm way unathletic to do that
0: you and i practiced that before do you remember that <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh wait go back one more time this is just like sparring at the yeah, gym no, too also, like, yeah he
2: got dick, straight stick move man like
0: this isn't even for money
2: <laughs> oh <laughs> god damn
1: That was awesome. Now he gets to hold that over that guy for life. Listen, if I
0: did that, I'd post it too. Yeah, (laughs) hundred percent. Like you guys got to see this. I would make
1: him remember it every time I saw him.
0: (laughs) (sighs) What is going on? Is he
1: is he trying to fight him?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Why would you get on the wobbly table?
1: Show dominance. You got to be taller. Go back again. What was the first part of that? Even was that meant to intimidate him? Yeah, that's how he gets on the table. Or he thought he was like a ninja turtle. He's like, like if he would have landed on his feet and immediately hit him. I thought he
2: was gonna front flip and like slap
0: him. I wish I knew what they were saying. I know. know,
1: (laughs) Watch this. I love that he jumps back up too. Like you already fell, just go for it.
0: The other guy's like, "What the hell is going on?"
1: Good kick. (laughs) What a good kick. Yeah, the best part of that is that he falls off the table and still gets back up. Why?
2: Stop giving us weightlifting. (laughs)
1: This one's gonna break too. That's not a cramp.
2: Oh!
1: Oh! Oh! (gasps) It's not a cramp.
2: Oh God! Oh
1: my
0: God! Wait, so she break her femur? Go back again. No. no. I think she popped the. I don't know. Don't rip on me for this. Like, pop the
1: muscle or something. I don't.
0: Oh, that's not I, a femur. That's too big.
1: That's the muscle is like, does this keep going? Does she stand up? Know, she tried. Dude, that might be broken.
2: Here we go. Uh, uh.
0: Go back to the initial lift.
1: Because it was stellar. Yeah.
0: Most CrossFitters don't know how to do this.
1: Oh, <laughs>
0: yeah. She never like, she never. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this stuff, dude. <laughs> She just tried to, like, muscle. Like, she didn't, like, extend her hips or anything. What was that? Like, Easton, can you hear us? Yeah, yeah. What happened to that girl's thigh? What do you think that was? I, I, I
2: thought y'all was well, remember I, that one time I fell lifting the – my there was, like, a big old dent in my arm that was shaped like a can when I fell trying to move that <laughs> uh, pallet? And it was like a dent in my arm for like a day or so. It could be it dented muscle, like a really just ripped in half muscle. You think that's what
0: it was? I'm going to have to send that to one of my doctor friends and be like, what happened? I'm curious,
2: actually.
1: Is this? is this a cramp?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, you know how you have like fascia? It's almost like it ripped and like the muscle came out. Or something. Yeah. Like, I don't know.
1: I thought she broke it at first.
2: I thought that was like part of her femur. She's not up. lifting again. I'll tell you that. No, never.
0: Yeah. Hey, don't do CrossFit.
1: Yeah, don't lift weights. That's what happens. Oh, I missed it. Wait. I did.
0: Wait Is he gonna he's gonna come back and win I knew it Is this one Yeah it is yeah This is one like Friday fight it's not even the big money one I think it's like their contender
1: series Dude that was legit he took that because he was on all fours and just took that to the face I mean those
0: kicks are legal in one anyway if his hands are down But I think his hands came up like that would be legal in the UFC Yeah I've been in some of those. That was the promotion I used to fight for.
2: Uh. (laughs) Kicks him off.
1: Wait. So gross. So, like, if you've never been around that, I've never been in a fight like that, but I've cornered you in one, and I cornered Dustin in one, and like, the entire ring and area around the ring just smells like iron yeah you it's can so smell gross. it
0: like the smell of blood Ugh. i've had some really really bloody ones like that where you're like slipping because there's so much and it like yeah like you the can, one that
2: got in your mouth and
1: your brain yeah, yeah you can
0: smell it like the whole time
1: and then god forbid your fighter won because then they run up and like hug you and you're like get the fuck off me yeah this is a nice shirt what else we got oh yeah we we're just talking about this. What? The? <laughs> he just smiles. At, at least you own it, I guess. I mean, that's one way to resolve it. I mean, you either got to own that, or you hit the guy. I mean, There's the, the other together. one.
0: It was Heath Herring, right? Yeah, and he did him that to him, and he punched him and knocked him out, and so the fight was canceled. Tangled <laughs> yeah. up.
1: Watch this. Oh, Brandon! Oh, Brandon! This is our buddy. <laughs> oh,
0: gross. I hate
2: that. I hate that so much. Dude, so yeah.
0: the guy in the blue has trained with us since he was like 13. Um, yep. Brandon Royval, he's fighting this weekend actually. For yeah. The
1: UFC. Yeah, he's like number four in the world.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a badass. Like,
1: he's a little ninja.
0: Yeah. The funny thing about that, well, it's not funny actually at all. But Brandon had that happen to him in a fight. His shoulder dislocated. Yeah. Remember? Yep. So he's won that way and lost that way. Uh,
1: see, I, I remember I was here for this one, and. Now I'm bummed that I see it on tape because at the time, you couldn't see how his arm was like all floppy. We just saw his arm got hurt, but seeing that on camera is disgusting.
0: I think I was there, too, because this is the Colorado one. Yeah. Um, yeah, shout-out to Brandon Royval fighting this weekend in the UFC. That kid has probably some of the most exciting fights ever. It's ridiculous. Yeah, he just goes for it. Yeah. Is that- rolling. It's, it's good rolling. luck on here. Yeah.
2: It's good luck for him. The man. Bruh. Bruh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fat. Real crazy. Well, Those that are that's that's the last clip. Thank God oh, that was the last okay. clip because I am one clip away from throwing up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you guys. If you stuck through it, through the
0: clips, um, check us out next week. I head to London this weekend, but we've got some plans in place. So make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you like and subscribe our uh, sort media channel, and see you next week. Hey, big time. Diamonds no, no, in my teeth. I got a lot of shine.